0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Star Wars podcast, where we talk all things Marvel, Star Wars, and everything in between. Please take a moment to check our show notes to find our social media merch and more. Today, we are recapping Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. So, if you haven't seen that, I would get out of here. And I'm here with a guy who... I don't know. Do you love Christmas? I don't know. I didn't have an answer, Tommy.
1: Oh, <laughs> no. Well, you know, this is the second disappointment of the day because... I, I had to bring it up. I was gonna have Zarg nuts out for our guest, and and Michael, you did eat all the Zarg nuts before we went on. So,
0: yeah, uh,
1: actually, not the Zarg
0: nuts, <laughs> Tommy. I actually do have something to tell you. Um, oh no! Turns out um, we are of the same parental lineage. I am your brother
1: whoa (laughs) this is the best podcast christmas gift i could ever get
0: (laughs) wow guys you heard it here first blindside tommy uh we do have a guest here today really excited uh to talk to this man uh it is uh, a good friend of ours john carter from the cast of color podcast super excited to have you here john how are you
2: Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me, Michael. Tommy, it's a pleasure to be here. I am super hyped to be on the show. Can't wait to talk, man. I got plenty to talk about.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, we I've followed you on Instagram for a little while. I know you're a big MCU fan, uh, yes. but I got to know specifically the holiday special. What did it did, did you like it?
2: I, I did. I did. And, you know, I think Guardians has a special place in my heart. And I wish our co-host Gerardo was on the show, too, because we have a special place for Guardians. We feel like it really changed the entire tone of the MCU. It gave the MCU just a very different uh, vibe. And, you know, it was one of the first places that uh, we saw space in the MCU. So um, this holiday special was just it, it was so I like, I like how it was focused on, you know, these two characters, Mattis and Drax, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I love, I, I'm a fan of James Gunn, so I'm really excited for what James Gunn is going to do with DC, and I love what James Gunn has done with Guardians, so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Tommy, I got to tell you, um, first watch through, you know, I really enjoyed it. Um, for me, I was like, doesn't hold up to Werewolf by Night. I still like Werewolf by Night more, but then I watched it a second time, and Tommy, I laughed harder the second time. I almost cried the second time towards the end. I thought this was a roller coaster of emotions and I had so much fun with it. What did you think,
1: Tommy? I loved it. It had everything you wanted in a Christmas special. Mu- original music, I think, right? Like it had yeah. to be, right? Man. Those songs are way too Yes, <laughs> It was so uh, good. Tons of, you know, a, a classic cameo. Love the Bake Man. Can't, can't yeah. get enough of Kevin Bacon in my life. And, and, Overall, yeah, I love that we focus on two characters that don't get a ton of time in the movies yet, you know, Drax and Mantis, and I I really think they kicked it out, knocked it out of the park here.
0: Yeah, John, I want to get your takes on this, because listen, I'll be honest, if I were to, like, rank the Guardians, Drax, Mantis were at the bottom before this. (laughs) Uh, You know, I don't find Drax particularly funny, I didn't find Mantis particularly interesting. Oh,
1: wow. Um,
0: But... This special did a lot for me for these characters.
1: I'll be honest, yes. I still
0: don't know how sold I am on the drags of it all. We'll get there. But Mantis is incredible. One of my favorites now. Like she's Oh, so absolutely. Uh, so heartwarming. What, what do you think of these characters before and after?
2: Oh, before, I think they had some chemistry in Guardians 2. I think uh, once, you know, Mantis and Drax just kind of started... Um, talking it up and they clearly had this back and forth relationship. I think, I think it was cool to see, you know, James Gunn kind of run with that and, and them to be the leads for this holiday special. Like Tommy said, this, this holiday special was dope because the, the tone of it was just so Christmas. And uh, it was, the music i mean i love seeing kevin bacon i love the the musical numbers it felt so much like an actual christmas special it felt timeless um it felt like it's something you can go back to and watch um but mantis such a small relatively small role um in the mcu i mean but i never forget you know she practically put thanos to sleep you know she that that was pretty clutch you know um and she was uh she was always a smaller character i think what i loved about this special is i think this actress really enjoyed it. She looked like she was having fun with this role and it looked like she was given so much more to work with. We got to see a lot more levels to Mantis that we haven't seen before. Um, before she was kind of just very much a background character for the Guardians. You know, the relationship with Peter Quill in this really made her more at the forefront of the Guardians, kind of like what you said, Michael. It's like, they're kind of more background um, Guardians characters and now this special kind of put them um, at the forefront. And I, I just, I, I really enjoyed them too. I think on screen, those two have such great chemistry and um it was kind of like they're both like you know fish out of water you know they're not from earth and they steal kevin bacon and i think his his acting and his cameo was so natural and i love how he was himself it felt authentic um but yeah Jax and mantis before i enjoyed them but now i think Jax has grown a lot more on me
0: yeah for sure um You know, it is like very classic Christmas special. But what I this is the thing that James Gunn does so well. It takes like he takes a you know the typical genre and then he like just twists it and melds it to his style. And I think that's so cool. You know, we get like punk rock uh, Christmas Christmas songs. I I thought that was so cool. You know, it's like it's just it's a perspective that. he's always shining light on things you wouldn't necessarily think we need. And like that's what makes him so great.
2: Um, Absolutely. He's a true comic book fan. I mean, he's a true comic book fan straight from the eighties. And you see that in his work. I, I love it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, okay. Well, if you guys are down, we will start going uh, scene by scene here. Um, and we open on a little animated um, segment. Tommy, I want to ask you about this real quick. Um, look- I'm not, I'm not like a big, I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of holiday specials, right? The only only one I can think of is the Star Wars holiday special, which just goes to show you how big of a nerd I am. But what's interesting (laughs) is that also has like an animated sequence in the middle of it. So is this like a thing for holiday specials or is this like, was it just homage to that? I
1: don't know. It might have been, you know, too specifically to because I actually thought the style was a little similar too. Uh, but that being said, I do think it, there is like some sort of animation thing. I think it also goes back to like the old clay animation style. I would have actually liked to see clay animation here. I think that could have been pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, I think I think that's the thing. This holiday specials are literally like you throw everything into the pot. It's a it's like everything works in a Christmas special. There's nothing off the table. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, I will say one thing that I was getting real nervous at the start here with how they were handling Yandu because, like, Yandu's whole thing was like he has this tough exterior, but he's actually soft on the inside. And they were like, just like, Yandu's so mean and he ruined, like, he's the Grinch. And I was like, I feel like you're really. Uh, shitting on the grave of Yondu, uh, for lack of a better terms. Uh, obviously, they come back around by the end, but um, I don't know. Yeah, John, what did you think of the little flashback we got here?
2: Oh, yeah, they absolutely open with Yondu painted as the Grinch. I mean, <laughs> he literally, like, picked the tree up and, and threw it down. I think. I think that was kind of them just having fun with it, kind of just showing that, yeah, he is kind of symbolic of... Uh, just the person who ruined Christmas for Peter Quill. But the animation, like you guys were saying, you know, I think uh, Tommy mentioned it would have been dope to see some clay animation. I I never even thought of that. I think that show would be cool, too. Um, I think it was cool just to see that opening. It was different. Uh, They came back to it at the end. So I did enjoy that part. And I thought, you know, um, Yondu, the actor who plays Yondu, I think he's hilarious. So I, I really enjoyed that whole bit. It was a lot of fun.
1: I also, uh, in this special or in this like little segment, I believe there's a gift with the, with the name taser face on it. Uh, James Gunn loves taser face. I just need like, he is obsessed with, he's trying to make taser face a thing and it's not a thing. James Gunn, taser face will not be a thing. I don't even know what taser face is. The the, 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 the guy in, uh, guardians of galaxy two, the, the. The weird bad guy that takes over the ship after Yondu. You know I
2: mean? Yes, yes, and and Rocket makes fun of him, and yeah, he had his nice little appearance in Guardians too. But you're right, Tommy. I don't think that's any Taser face ain't gonna take off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I will say this is gonna be a theme throughout. Um, I, I just gotta admit this up up front here. Um, I. Uh, I haven't seen Guardians 2 since the theater. So my memory of it is very bad. The reason I didn't see it is because I didn't love it as much as the first. And I'll rewatch the first one all the time. I just haven't rewatched the second one. So uh, I've got some questions maybe for you guys later about some stuff and see how accurate things are. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so next year, this is what we get. It's Kraglin who's explaining the story to uh, Drax and Mantis. And um, yeah, so they're, they're kind of upset about that. We also get... Um, john i want to get your opinion on this cosmos here which this was um i I love to see cosmo and cosmo is played by maria bakalova who is in (sighs) borat 2 and i don't know why that just i mean to be honest that chick's incredible she's great in bodies 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 um and here she is now like just absolutely love that she's in the mcu and what a fun role what do you think of cosmo
2: Oh, absolutely. I thought it was a great addition. And these Guardians characters, I feel like they just have such a wide range. I mean, it's like they come from different parts of the universe, they're different species, so um, I just love the additions that the Guardians cast has because it's kind of sad right now. I mean, we, we lost Gamora, you know, and uh, Mantis points that out in this, and you know, how Peter could possibly be saddened by that. So, uh, you know, but in addition, like Cosmo it's just it's cool to see, you know, because we need to see some new Guardians, some fresh Guardians characters. Because, yeah, losing Gamora that one that one hurt, you know. So, uh, I'm excited to just see what other characters they have. But I thought it was, I think it was very smooth, it was very uh. Yeah, it was just a good addition, another great addition to the the Guardian. A lot of people don't aren't too familiar with Guardians of the Galaxy before the MCU, uh, unless you were avidly reading comic books. You know, James Gunn avidly he reads comics books, so um, many people just weren't as familiar with who Star Lord was and Groot and and Drax and um, just knowing who Drax is, I thought he'd be even a, a more formidable person against Thanos in the comic books. He almost can keep up with Thanos. So um, you know, I love seeing his interpretation in the MCU. But yes, I thought Cosmo was a was was a great addition to this this kind of Guardian's world that we're seeing. The Guardian's world seems so big and I love that about it.
0: Tommy big Cosmo guy, you have to be.
1: Love Cosmo. I mean, yeah, the whole you know the original story of Cosmo is so funny. I love that they don't really even explain it, but they they do give the the uh, telekinetic powers here, uh, which like I'm on Cosmo's side. Rocket, you aren't doing anything. Why are you sitting here criticizing uh, the the great work that Cosmo is doing? Uh, justice for Cosmo's there. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I think I love like like you just said, John, of like the world they're building it, and it's really fleshed out of like it's it's private almost the guardians world is is private and i think that's the one thing james gunn has is like the other stuff it doesn't have to uh care about anything else in the marvel world it is creating its own base its own community you know they now we haven't talked about they they own nowhere now they bought they bought the whole the whole uh planet, so that's pretty cool that was dope Uh, yeah i think this is this is getting me pumped for volume three we haven't i'm i'm excited (laughs) We'll have to get into some predictions there at the end. Um, I got to talk
0: about this next part, though, because favorite my new not just my favorite song in the uh, special, but probably my new favorite Christmas song. Um, I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas time is here. This was so fun. Again, like you get the punk rock feel. It's very funny. Like it starts. By the way, this guy, I wrote it down. It is a hilarious name bezel Mick uh, i think his name is uh very funny I, I i forget the band's name this is like a band um an existing band the old 97s or something yes like that. yes mm-hmm. uh, but yeah they killed the song it kind of gets collectively or progressively uh more insane as they go because they're getting the christmas facts right and then it's like you know there's aliens and santa claus has superpowers but yeah this is funny
1: mm-hmm. I mean, have they been proven wrong? We think – I'm just saying we haven't been proven that Santa doesn't have superpowers, it hasn't been proven, any of the things they said in that song. So now, watch. They're going to be right one day, Michael.
2: Leave it to the MCU to do a uh, Superpower Santa Claus, we'll see it one day (laughs) Yeah, That song was so cool, I mean it's just uh, One of those things that gets stuck in your head You know, and it felt very much so Like musical, like you know Guys are over here just playing the song Chris Pratt's kind of reacting to it And you know, giving his uh, Kind of like his ad-libs to it, it felt very much like a musical It felt like you're watching kind of almost like live theater It was was very fun
1: Yeah, I love the line where the, the the lead guitarist is doing the arm. arm. <laughs> yeah, <he did. laughs> Pratt's like, uh, Pratt's like, all right, that's, pretty, you know, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My favorite is like, uh, like, you know, some people are like, like, you know, bopping their heads, but then you get Groot in the background. Who's just like full on, like fist bumping. Like he loves it. We Loose got
2: a brand new Groot. Groot. Yeah. He yeah. looks like a young, I mean, he's solid. He's thick and he looks, I mean, the CGI on Groot is really well done. It's, I think they went all out. It looks great. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's
0: like and- we just had She-Hulk. Why get-
2: why get She-Hulk right here? <laughs> I know. It, I mean, it really looks like they spent a lot more time. I know it's a holiday special. It's a quick forty-five minutes, but it really looks like the CGI was just so much more. Um, they just spent so much more time on it in this special. I mean, even when Mantis and – I'm sure we'll get to the scene, but when, like, Mantis and Drax, they pull up to – in the ship to Earth. I mean, it looks – the CGI, it just looks phenomenal. I'm just like, damn, shit, it looks really good.
1: Yeah, the CGI was great. And I, I have a little – throughout, and maybe at the end, I'll, if we don't get through all of them, I'll listen. James Gunn has went on a tweet storm, and he's been answering your hard-in questions. So he is confirmed. Uh, group, full CGI. All CGI there, uh, if you didn't know already by looking. Well, that was the other thing, because, like, you know, I was looking at some of the shots of
0: Cosmo, and it probably was, like, a mix of both, but, like, um, I was like, is Cosmo CGI? And the fact that, like, you know, I can't tell is pretty, that's pretty good, <laughs> so. Uh,
2: yeah, Cosmo all- looked solid. Cosmo yeah, looked, yeah. like, it's just, yeah, he looked, and that's the thing about Guardians, you know, wherever would you see, like, you know, a dog, just, you know, like, a, it just, it makes sense in the, in the Guardians universe, it's so much fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, so um we go back to mantis and drax here and um they're talking about how they're gonna fix christmas for peter um mantis i I want this is what i wanted to ask you guys about because you know again i don't have the best memory of guardians of the galaxy 2 but finding out here that mantis is peter's sister um that took me by surprise um is there like any thread that was in that movie that kind of hints to this or because it, it kind of seems weird like because she's involved in that movie and like i don't know why is
1: why is this coming up now i don't i was just you know i was wondering it's been a theory for a bit uh, a lot of fans have basically been like is this a thing it's never been confirmed but a lot of people just either ran with it or didn't because in the movie you know mantis is kind of uh ego assistant or or person there and when he like tells the story to Peter, you see one of the one of the women that he uh, procreated with was the same species as Mantis. So it was uh, like people were like, "Is this a thing? Is that?" So to have it fully confirmed here was was a shock to some people.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I think kind of what Tommy is saying. I think that's exactly it. It was like. Um... You know, because in the the second Guardians, Ego and Mantis says, you know, I was created by my master and um, Ego, I'm sure, you know, he's been all over the universe, you know, trying to, uh, you know, (laughs) leave his seed everywhere he goes. So um, it's great that Tommy pointed out the fact that when they're doing kind of when they're showing that scene in Guardians 2, where they show all the different species that he's uh, tried to procreate with. Um, the fact that one of them is Mantis, I think, is really cool. Uh, but it kind of seemed like they're just like, hey, Ego created Mantis. And, you know, Ego is the father of Peter. So it's just like, hey, it kind of. It, it was very MCU y how they just kind of just wrote that in there and, and ran with it. Because I was kind of. And Peter asking, especially, like, why'd you do all this for me? And, you know, it's like, oh, it's because, you know, that's your sister. But um, I did not expect that at all. I didn't expect that to be in there but you know it's very much mcu's way of just like hey it makes sense it makes sense (laughs) so i think it was
1: yeah and you said it here and i i know it's at the end if we're talking about it again i just want to note that i really love that peter said sister and didn't go half sister or any of that just you are my sister i love that yes
2: yes absolutely my first thought is that's exactly what she is to him like technically like a half sister maybe but yeah it's just sister and I, I love that it was uh, it touched the heart a lot more uh, michael mentioned earlier like the second time he watched especially almost cry it's like yeah i mean um this one can touch your heart if you're <laughs> if you're in the right moment
0: yeah for sure um but yeah so this is where we get the Zarg conversation very funny moment there uh, they also this is where they come up with the plan to get uh kevin bacon uh very fun i i just so bonkers so silly but um yeah so they're gonna go they're gonna fly to earth and um they're looking for kevin they're going into the city to find kevin and tommy i told you this but i didn't tell you who it was um this is where a high school friend of mine is in this episode he plays the fake captain america oh Uh, yeah (laughs) <laughs> so uh, that's you know, dope Mantis, yeah Mantis came up and hugged him and uh yeah it, it wasn't in much but uh, I thought that was gonna go cool. uh,
1: no it's but, very cool
2: yes. I, I'd be hyped if Mantis just leaped on me like that and hugged me I'd, I'd be like <laughs> hey that's my demo reel send this out that, that's yeah. really cool that's really yeah, cool yeah,
0: for sure uh, but yeah so uh,
2: there's a lot of really funny
0: stuff uh, uh here in Hollywood that they're looking at uh, you know um uh you know, Drax, this might be my issue with Drax, because Drax has like a really tragic backstory that like, I feel like he's not really that much of a tragic character. And maybe that's like the point, you know, um, but, uh, you know, he kind of talks about that somebody's dressed as one the, of the robot that killed uh, his family.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and now in and this another James Gunn tweet, he says, canon, go bots are, are for real. Go bots uh, in the MCU universe. They're
2: there. Oh, my God. James Gunn is so extra for that. Just (laughs) all these canon (laughs) creations. It's like, because, you know, that's going to be another little Guardians thing.
1: He was like, I'm going to go over to D.C. I'm just going to drop a bunch of (laughs) canon stuff on the MCU
2: before I leave. For real. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, so... uh, um, So it kind of shifts at some point where everybody starts taking pictures with them. They're getting money. They're loving it. They're having a great time. Uh, One of my favorite lines though is, uh, it was like a mother and son, and as they walk away from taking a picture with Jax, "You got a photo with the God of War." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I love
2: that." <laughs> yeah, that one was hilarious. I was hoping people would catch that because yeah, he, he looks, yeah, looks looks just like it, and that that whole part felt so L.A. It felt so. I mean, they went from you know being on nowhere, then in space, and then it just felt like straight Hollywood, just. Hollywood Walk of Fame, you know, the Captain America lookalike. So it just felt straight Hollywood. And some moments you kind of felt like they weren't even, I don't know, I just felt like the, some of the interactions were natural. Like there were really people just coming up to them. I really enjoyed that scene. It was fun.
0: Yeah, that makes me wonder if they went out in public and, like, actually filmed
1: and, like. <laughs> just didn't tell people. Just to... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for real. Yeah, for yeah, real. Just
0: another costume pair, you know, <laughs> like, nothing to see here. Uh, but yeah. So uh next year there's a really fun scene where they're going to a bar um looking for Kevin Bacon and uh they end up getting drinks. Uh Mantis is hilarious with the drinks because Mantis, first thing she does, she like just like licks the like just licks the liquor out of it, which is kind of weird. And then she shoots it, and then like she's like breathing I don't know what's. She, I don't know what's happening there. I guess it affected her body. I don't know.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, she was like breathing out. I was like, "What is Mattis doing?" <laughs> I, like, didn't get that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah. So and then there's like this little montage here where they're dancing, they're drinking, um, and like I started to wonder, uh, how many shots did they take? Because like uh, there's a lot. There's a lot in the montage. So I counted them uh mantis had seven shots and you know it's a montage so it kind of makes you think she might have had more than that you know like there's missing pieces obviously so i'm like jesus like i i couldn't do that mantis
1: you wonder you know we had to do the the research i wonder if it's they probably have low tolerance because i doubt they they drink tons of alcohol but the alcohol i guess they i have we seen them drink like space alcohol is there a difference between regular alcohol and space
2: alcohol (laughs) (laughs) right right How how does it treat the body? And yeah, maybe their metabolisms are different on Earth. Coming up with Earth alcohol, yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Gravity affects things differently. (laughs) For real, Marvel will find a way. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Michael, in in this either before or after this, when they're on the streets, did you happen to catch the uh, the photo cameo of a certain Eternals? No, I missed it. Yeah, uh, they gave respect to the classic Bollywood Christmas movie starring Kingo called Kingo's Christmas.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, <love that. laughs> I got to go back and catch that. John, this
0: is a very pro Eternals podcast. So, um, oh, no is it, it. really? Yeah,
2: we're big
1: Eternals. Big <laughs> Eternal fans.
2: Oh, that's great. I, I think so many people in the MCU, I mean, when they start talking about the MCU, they really are quick to write off Eternals. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just like... A, Feels like many people are quick to do. I love that you guys are, are fans yeah, of Eternals. Yeah,
0: yeah it's a uh, we, uh, we'll, we'll have to do like a retrospective podcast again, Tommy, to like, like turn people over because that Discord we're in, Tommy, like they just bully. It's so horrible. I
1: saw it, I didn't, I yeah. didn't step in because I didn't know how to, so I just watched you get bullied. <laughs> I felt <laughs> kind of bad about it, it but wonderful. uh, you know, yeah, maybe like the year is it has already been a year. We do like a we re watch, we do a retrospect. Thing. oh nice
0: that's yeah. dope All right, put it on the list uh, Okay, <laughs> got you I'll be ready okay so uh, they're outside the bar now they're very drunk just kind of like laying on the street here and they're talking about finding Kevin Bacon and uh, again very Hollywood thing uh, this chick's like I-, I know where Kevin Bacon lives she's got a star map right she knows where all the stars live and um, Mantis has no money though so she just like she does the trance and um, basically robs this woman <laughs>
2: <laughs> essentially takes all her money I mean yeah. <laughs> it takes all her money I mean that Mantis really used that throughout the entire movie I mean uh, throughout this entire special she was yeah, yeah she was working with that <laughs> okay, yeah so- Mantis
1: is definitely a criminal on earth right like wanted posters I mean how kidnapping put- yeah. stealing. <laughs> it's a lot
0: um but yeah, so there there is a couple of fun things in the. Uh... You know, they, we kind of get the shot of the star map and like their little trail going through. But you, there's some celebrities in there, which I thought uh, I don't really know all the connections. I saw John Cena, who obviously has the connection with James Gunn through Peacemaker. Um, but then there was like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Queen Latifah, and there's a couple others I didn't even recognize. Them. I didn't. I didn't. Margot Robbie was on there too. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there you have it. Um, but yeah, so they show up at um, at Kevin Bacon's house and. They are ringing on the, the doorbell. I, I feel like throughout this entire thing, from them like you know trying to get in to them actually at the door, I feel like Kevin Bacon handled it pretty poorly. Like uh, I probably would have called the cops way sooner.
2: <laughs> I feel like a real celebrity would have called the cops the moment they would have. They would have been like, how did this person find my house? And let me go ahead and just call the cops immediately. He was very chill about it. <laughs> he believed <Yeah>. in <laughs> those people.
1: If someone has already discovered your address, they're not going to like be like, oh, he told us to leave. All right, bye, Kevin Bacon. It was fun. Like, yeah, it is his <laughs> They're breaking in at
2: that point. Exactly.
0: Uh, yeah, so do you think this is Kevin Bacon's real house?
1: No. Okay,
0: too bad.
1: <laughs> it's, a, it's such a nice house. That's what I was
2: loving. Yeah, such a, it looks like such a nice L.A. house. Yeah. It? yeah.
1: Maybe. Uh, I mean it might be the house number is definitely not because the house number Michael was 1988, which was the year that Yandu abducted Peter. I saw this. On oh okay. There. so credit yeah. to the internet for that.
0: <laughs> Thank you internet. Um, but a lot of a lot of stuff goes down here. Um, they end up breaking through the window um, they're chasing him. Uh, this is where they also well I guess even before that they find, uh, some decorations that they really like. Mantis has a candy cane. Uh, she likes that. And then um, Jax, Jax finds this.
2: A little funny man. <laughs>
0: a little funny <laughs> man. Uh, Yeah, so uh, I thought this was uh, really fun. Um, and even like as they're leaving, he leaves the little funny man. And he's like, oh, no, I got to go back. And they have this whole banter about like, we have to, we have to get Kevin Bacon. And he, he's like, I want the little funny man.
1: What's your what's your favorite Christmas? Like, if you could pick one or like a uh, decoration for life?
2: Ooh, just a classic Christmas decoration. Yeah.
1: That's such a tough question. I I, well, I mean. I'll start. I'll start. Yeah, it was it was yes. the the Santa stuck in the chimney inflatable, where his butt standing <laughs> oh standing up, and it's like oh no,
2: standing. Okay, stuck. okay. <laughs> oh god, that's a good one, and that's a hell of a question. Yeah. It's we a classic. I got one. So I mean, this has kind of more of an inside decoration thing, but it's the um uh, it's like the vintage dancing Santa. And uh it's the song which which Christmas song is it? Um Oh damn it. My wife has it in here right now. It's a it's a vintage, it's a classic dance, and you know, his hips yeah. are really you know what I'm saying, but um that is the classic. Christmas decoration every year, it's tradition. We do that, and I just started doing um Elf on the Shelf. I don't know if you guys ever heard oh. of that. Yeah, Elf yeah. on We're the th- Shelf. That's it's like every person has its own idea. It's like some people say the Elf protects you, some people say it's mischievous or whatever. But I just started it with my daughter. It's like you move that Elf oh. every day. Like you wake up, you put the Elf on the on one shelf and you move it to the fridge but how um, old is
0: your daughter cuz we were talking about we, I've got 3 kids and they're all very Oh young. nice. Yeah, we're they're really, all young. Yeah, yeah. They Okay. Our oldest is five, and then we get twins that
2: are three. So I was like, is it time to do that? Do we need to give it another year? I don't oh, know. that's beautiful, Michael. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. So we're uh, we're expecting a son in March, early okay, March. Congrats. We're expecting a son. Congrats. Thank you very yeah. much. Yes, thank you. And uh, our daughter, she's three right now. She'll be okay. four in January. So they're going to have a, a little four-year gap in between. And yeah, man, she's, she's ready to have a sibling. And yeah, yeah she'd be over here. She needs... A sibling, damn it. I mean, siblings can give kids the energy that parents just cannot. You know, I, I'm a very active parent, but siblings are the way to go. So, um, like yeah, Tommy, do you have kids? Uh,
1: I do not. I have a cat named Pasta. <laughs> I, I tried the up on the shelf with her. She did not. She,
2: did not <laughs> she didn't get the, the concept. She doesn't no. understand. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, Tommy, answer your question. I don't think I think I'm gonna go with the Christmas tree. I don't have a good answer here. Uh,
2: There we go. Classic. You can't traditional. (laughs) Classic, right there, baby. (laughs)
0: Yeah. uh, So so there's that. Um, Okay. Actually, you know what? I okay. I take it back. Uh, This is a different one. You know, I grew up in a very Catholic home. My mother had the nativity scene, right? Uh, But my favorite was like putting my Star Wars action figures in the nativity scene. So, oh. my actual favorite decoration is the nativity scene with Star Wars characters.
1: Very specific just Jeff. the nativity scene, but with Star Wars characters.
0: Actually, now, now that I'm thinking, I'm going to buy my own nativity scene. I'm going to get a baby Yoda and put it
1: in the main, the,
0: yeah, yeah we're going to do
1: that. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, i a lot of people would buy that, kind of, you know, I don't know if it's like anti, but like people would buy that if, someone, if Disney sold that.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh okay, so well, th- again, uh you know, I'm kind of uh running through a lot of different stuff here. They ended up escaping, they're chasing them down. The cops show up, Drax flips a car, a lot of funny stuff here. I don't know if any like throughout this entire chase scene, if there's anything that stuck out to you guys that you wanted to talk about.
2: I mean Matt just whoops their I mean I was just cool seeing her move. Like, oh well, you know what's interesting was that Drax threw her over the gate at Kevin Bacon's and this. and then you see them bounding over. I'm like, okay, so she easily could have just jumped over the gate. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean Mattis was whooping those cops' ass. I was like, I mean, they just opened fire on Drax, so we got to see some of you know his vulnerability, how you know it just bullets just bounce right off him. I don't think He's probably never gotten bullet shot at him yet in the MCU. So it's just cool seeing that. I like seeing when characters are bulletproof. Um, yeah. yeah, and then Mantis was just doing some dope-ass combat, the likes of which we haven't really seen. We saw a lot of movement from her in this, and I think it was cool to see different types of movement from Mantis. I mean, and even in Kevin Bacon's house, she's like leaping and jumping like... Cr- I- Crawling on walls, I'm like, damn, shit, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah,
1: the movement there was scary, but honestly, the noises coming out of her mouth are even scarier. Walls, <laughs> 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 and I'm like, ah, you can have, you can have whatever you want. <laughs> uh, yeah, no,
0: she's maybe like Spider Man, like straight up, like the, the way she jumps, the way she climbs,
1: the way she fights. Like, I'm like, damn, why haven't we seen this from you before? So, know, yeah. and that's we were talking about, like, the chemistry before. Like, I think this this bunch of scenes really showed it. And then, like, I was nervous, you know, we talked about it a bit, but they're, they're both very not street smart. You know, they, they are very smart when it comes to street stuff. And, and it worked well because they're almost two different styles. I think that's what works is, like, Drax is real, like, doesn't get anything. Well, because they both, I don't know. What do you think the difference is? How would you
2: right. describe it? it? It's like Drax, and you know, they kind of, they describe that. I love how Rocket... In the first Guardians, Rocket tells Peter, he's like, his, the type of species that Drax is, things go right over his head. I mean, he takes things literal. So it's like things go over his head. He's like, no, nothing goes over my head. I'm too quick. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I, I, that's kind of what they play off of in this holiday special. They play off the fact that, you know, he really is, you know, that literal. And then Mantis uh, doesn't have much, because she says she doesn't have much social skills. She's only been with Ego. So now she's out here, you know, in on Earth of all places, and uh, so it was just like you said. I mean, the chemistry that they have—it was just—it was very cool to see in that scene. It's like it progressively got better throughout the entire special. So yeah. they really work well together, Mantis and and Drax.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and like the difference of personality, but also like like the fighting style too. Where Drax is like full uh, yeah. brute force, and then Mantis is much more like sleek in her attacks. So. Uh, yeah, uh, very fun pairing. Um, so they end up they end up catching Kevin here, and they put him under the trance, and um, they are flying back to nowhere. And this is when they kind of get upset because they find out that Kevin Bacon is not an actual hero; he's just an actor. And I'm curious about this because it's not just them. Like we even get a comment from Nebula later. All of the Guardians hate actors. <laughs> like they hate actors. Uh, they're not happy about this. Uh,
1: why do you think that is? I feel like it's James Gunn being too cute about like, oh, yes, let's make actors shit on actors uh, on the acting process. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe they had a bad experience. Maybe there was, maybe, okay, uh, Asgard put on a play of the Guardians because to- Tro- or, Tro- Thor joined up with them <laughs> and they put on a play. They hated it. Hated the play, got everything wrong, and from that point, they hated actors. Yeah, because
0: that's like that's the a possibility.
2: Whole,
1: yeah, that's like the
0: first thing that came to my mind. I was like, "What are the who are the actors in the MCU?" I'm like, "Matt Damon, you know, <laughs> <Matt Damon's
1: laughs>
2: yeah. <drawing the> actors." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that that scene was hilarious, though. You know, just uh, them describing actors, and of course, the irony of them being actors. I think it's you know, kind of like what Tommy said. It's one of those James Gunn things. It's like, yeah, we're you guys are actors, so why not just talk shit about actors? I mean, I'm an actor. I know actors. You know, actors are – some actors are really cool, and others are – you know, it's cool to make fun of them because, you know, a lot of actors are into themselves. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that's just the reality. Um, But, yeah, I think it's just one of those – funny James Gunn things. Um, I, I really enjoyed that scene. I feel like Kevin Bacon just kind of loosened up once Mattis put him under the spell, and uh, he, he was so proud of being an actor. <laughs> you know, it's just, it just—it seemed very organic. Like, his presence in the MCU, it seemed very natural. And I was like, this is cool as fuck. I mean, it went from him being mentioned because, you know, Peter Quill is an 80s kid, and now he's actually in an MCU project, you know? And he was probably like, hell yeah, I'll do this shit. I, I would imagine Kevin Bacon was really excited. It looked like he had so much fun with this entire thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and this scene in particular, so, you know, he's like, "That," she, is like, please pretend to be a hero. And, like, he's putting on, like, the British accent. Uh, and if we, we get a, this is a big one, John. I feel like you have the best to talk on this. Uh, I, I just would venture to guess you're a big DC fan based on what's behind you. Uh, <laughs> we got the, the the Batman drop here, Bruce Wayne.
2: Yeah, I know, I know. I did not expect that. I mean, we got straight up Bruce Wayne mentioning in the in the MCU. And you know, we've just being a comic book fan, we've had plenty of crossovers in the past. And um I, I mean I'm gonna be honest, if there's one person who could potentially pull off like a cinematic MCU and D C crossover, I think it would be James Gunn. And I mean I think of crossovers, I think of characters like Deadpool, um, I think of I don't know, I mean, I think of, like, different universes, there's just different possibilities, but um, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, shit, they should dropped, you know, name dropped DC, Bruce Wayne at that, and I just, I thought that was cool. I think James Gunn has, you know, he, he dips in Marvel and DC, so I think he just said, "Fuck it, I'm going to run with that," and they were cool with it. <laughs> yeah,
1: I I don't think Kevin Bacon's getting. It. I didn't love his Batman performance. I don't think he's oh, getting yeah. the job. Is
0: <laughs> <obviously laughs> the... right
2: <laughs> No. <laughs> well,
0: Tommy, correct me if I'm wrong. Speaking of Eternals, didn't we get a DC reference in Eternals as well? I, I thought believe- that. I think so too. Yeah. There was
1: definitely a Superman. Sup- I think Sup- a Superman yeah. reference for sure. So
0: not unprecedented, but always a welcome sight. So um, this is. So now we're going to where we cut to Peter. And he hears Christmas music. He walks outside. They flip on the lights. It's very uh, much a Christmas surprise here for him. Um, you know, Mantis comes down and talks to him. And then they roll out the box. And I thought this was such a fun scene because you can see on Peter's face as he gets closer and he hears somebody in the box. He's like, this is not good. Uh, but he, he opens the box. They have a funny exchange here. Peter's not happy that they kidnapped him. In fact, he says this. This is, this is human trafficking. <laughs> yeah, I
1: love the. Uh, <laughs> this is huge, Uh What do you guys think about all this? I thought this whole scene was just very funny. I thought, like, yeah, Peter immediately being like, "This is not okay. You cannot do this." Uh, I I think what was funnier we in a little bit when <laughs> Groot's like, "I knew it was a bad idea," and what made this like rolling out funny was Peter being like, "I saw you. You you're the one that rolled him out. You were super <laughs> pumped about it, Groot." That was that was a good bit there. So. Uh, I think what's fun about James Gunn is he is, like, someone that does care about little details. And throughout this holiday special, especially in this scene, like, there are just, like, little – you could watch this, you know, ten times and see something else happening in the background or happening on the side.
2: Yeah, yeah, this part was really funny. It was just – um it was kind of the thing you were waiting for, you know. You were waiting to just see how uh, – and you know – Great facial reaction from Chris Pratt. You know, he's he goes from being excited you can just see it in his face that he knows something is wrong. And uh, you know, Kevin Bacon is saying he can't breathe and uh but he's yet yeah, he's still like very happy to be there. <laughs> you know, he's saying hey, guys just can't breathe right now, but you know, I will uh you know, I'm still happy to be here. and uh I think I just I thought it was hilarious and um again just a nice shot of of Groot. I think it was cool to see Groot in that scene again and um Yeah, I think Peter Quill, I I think even the little bit of acting that he was doing, you could see how he may be a little down just uh, from the death of Gamora. So, um, yeah, I mean, Chris Pratt, you know, the longer hair looked a little more rugged. I think they're really trying to kind of run with that. Like, yeah, these guys going through it after the death of Gamora. So, um, yeah, that scene was hilarious, though. It was it was funny.
0: Yeah, so um, they end up taking him out of the trance. He runs off. Uh, another favorite part of mine from my one of my favorite, uh, my actual favorite guardian, uh, Nebula just oh. up and fears uh, <laughs> I like, don't kill him. Uh, so that was fun.
1: Uh, what did she say? She's like, Come here, bacon or <laughs> I'm like, oh no.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, but Kraglin ends up getting him on the ship, and he's they're about to take him back, and they they have a conversation here. Uh, Kraglin explains like uh listen This, uh, you know christmas is a big deal to peter this is really important to him we want to surprise him etc cetera, etc cetera. um and then uh kevin bank gets a call from his wife and he's like uh, i'm gonna be a little late uh which i feel like that's like a christmas line you know like uh, i don't know it's kind of a cliche is it not tommy like the, uh, i'm gonna be a little late i have to go do a christmas thing now
1: yeah and i felt like she handled this like like, incredibly. Like, she was so cool. I would not be as cool. I'd be like, I have a roast in the oven. What is happening?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? The yeah, this ain't gonna work. Get your ass home. I'm like, no, no, you, you've been gone too long. <laughs> Plus,
1: she's probably getting charged for like, like international calling, right? She <laughs> made the call. So now she's getting an expensive deal out of this. <laughs> I apologize to my Prius Prime with money.
0: That's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be uh, my response. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they end up they get him come back, and Kevin Bacon sings with the band here. Yeah, this is this again, a lot of fun here. Um, I do want to break down, guys. I'm going to go through the Christmas gifts right here. Everyone, everybody got Christmas gifts. I want to know which ones you would want, uh, which ones you wouldn't, uh, yes. because frankly i don't know if i want any of these gifts but here we go <laughs> peter gives groot a classic game boy nebula gives a rocket bucky's arm which there's a funny thing about that as well with the tweets i believe somebody asked where he got the where she got the arm and he was like uh he was like she just went to earth and and took it from him uh yeah, she was feeling his,
1: his direct quote yeah she tore it off his body because she was overwhelmed with christmas spirit <laughs>
0: yeah so uh that was funny okay and then Cosmo gives Craglin one of those dead rat things uh Mantis uh gives Drax a little funny man um Groot gives everybody paper mache sculptures um I think that's it though uh what so I
1: gotta hear it guys what, what what's the best gift which one do you want for me the game boy for sure I mean uh, out of <laughs> all of them, it's probably the best one. And like nostalgic reasons, would love a Game Boy nowadays.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, same. I mean, if I if I saw that Game Boy, I would turn up. But that arm, I mean, Bucky's arm would. I, w- I would try to you know get creative with the arm. What can we do with it? Can we row a boat? It's you know protect us, whatever. But um, I think the Game Boy would have me most in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> and,
0: and speaking of like Christmas movies, uh, you could do an arm lamp. Like uh the leg lamp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, again, just like uh, very funny gifts here. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Um, but this is where we also get the very emotional scene with Peter and Mantis where Mantis um, you know, Peter's like, well, why, why'd you go through all this? And Mantis is like, at this point, she's bawling. When she, when she was bawling, i was like, oh, here I go. Uh, but she's so sad because she's so afraid. She explains at the beginning, she's like, if, if I tell him this, it could like ruin our relationship, it could remind him of bad things, whatever, whatever. Um, but she tells him and he's stoked, and I thought this was so sweet. So, uh, yeah, a lot of fun,
1: yeah. And, and we talked about before, I love the, the, the sister, like just straight up sister, and just like I think Mantis really sold this scene. Uh, very emotional,
2: yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think that, um, I think it's it felt so Christmas like, too. I mean, like the words that, uh, that Peter was saying. He was like, you know, it's the best Christmas gift I could ever get. So it's it's kind of a classic Christmas thing that, pe- that people say, you know, it's family and love is like the best Christmas gift I can ever get. And, um, yeah, Mantis just really that actress acting her ass off some more, you know, really just performing. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a very touching moment. That's one of the most touching moments in the in- entire thing. Kind of, Helps you understand why she went out of her way, you know, for him and everything. So it was it's really sweet, very cute.
0: I was about to say this might be one of the most touching moments in phase four. Uh, but I don't even <laughs> know if this is phase four anymore. I think this is phase
2: five. <laughs> for real.
0: I think Black Panther has the end of that. Um, but yeah, so um oh we also get we do get the we we put some respect on Yandu's name. Um, because Peter's like that's not how it happened, uh, but Yondu ends up opening his gift. It's a little statue thingy, but then we find out that we see that uh, Yondu gave Peter his blasters for
2: Christmas. The so classic blasters. That was, really- blasters. Yeah. That was yeah. cool. Full circle.
1: Well, I even loved the little figurine because this shows that this was the first one, and you do see this in the in the Guardians movie. You see this specific uh, figurine, so it's cool that that started his his uh, whole dashboard of uh, little figurines. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the blasters is also like a cool little touch there too
0: yeah so um and i believe that's it uh we do have a post credit scene here um you know they're dressing Groot up like a christmas tree and uh he ruins it and they're like oh now we have to do another christmas special so i hope
1: that's true i hope we get the second one next year well i i mean bacon did say see you during easter are we gonna get an easter special from the guardians of the galaxy
2: I can see that. I can absolutely see them doing with another holiday, maybe highlight some different characters. Um, Easter would be soon. Gosh, wouldn't that be quick?
0: Yeah, yeah. it would. Yeah. yeah. Also, I don't I also, know if James Gunn can do anything anymore.
1: I know. I mean, but then, it, listen, if you're a director that's what you got to do. Just call your shop, be like, all right, see you in the next one. <laughs> <laughs> It had
2: to have you back then yeah the fans would demand it <laughs> we've seen it <laughs>
0: uh, oh my god this is so much fun guys um uh, john thank you so much i i probably laughed here more than i have in a long time in a podcast so just want to enjoy to have you here oh
2: thank you thank you guys saying this was a blast so many laughs and uh Hopefully, the first of many. You know, we yeah. hope to have you guys on our show, the cast of color. Um, yeah, we're all about diversity and 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 inclusion in in the industry and film, media, all that. So yeah, well, t- um, tell
0: people more about that, like where they can find you guys. What's social? Oh, media absolutely. Media. Yeah, yeah, I got
2: you, Michael. So you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. It's at Cast of Color. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we started this podcast just trying to highlight. Um, Diverse perspectives, you know, and um, underrepresented people in the in the industry. So, yeah, it's just that's kind of our brand. But most of our brand is really just comic books and comic book movies. <laughs> so this is the best time for it's like the golden age for comic book movies. You know, it's something that we didn't have when I was a uh, much younger when I was a kid, you know. So um, but yes, follow us and uh, give us a listen. And I can't wait to have you guys on our show.
0: Yeah, I'm, no, I think a, a really incredible premise for the podcast. Uh, unfortunately, I think the most diversity we bring are our mustaches, right, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> and that's enough, damn it! <laughs> that's enough.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. So, um, actually, uh, I, I forgot. Uh, do we want to do some recommendations, Tommy? Do you do you have anything?
1: Uh, I, listen, I'll recommend for, uh, Rebecca, my girlfriend, because I don't, because I'm still, listen, we're in the last arc of Naruto. Things are heat for those following along. Things are heating up, it's, but it's a really long arc. It's lasting like way too many episodes. I want it over with anyways. Uh, but Rebecca's literally in a night. She put on a little show on Netflix from Netflix, the Wednesday series. She loved it. Oh, it one thing in one sitting.
0: But I wasn't. I haven't really heard any reviews about it, so I've kind of. I was waiting to hear
1: some things before I started it, but that's the first review I've heard from the people yeah, my- I walked in on. It gave me uh, that like Sabrina the Teenage Witch show that was on. It gave me a little bit of that vibe, but she really enjoyed it.
2: Absolutely, I think that's a great comparison. Oh my gosh, I yes, it's, it's kind of like um, it feels like a, a coming of age kind of reboot type of thing. Um, but but my daughter watches Wednesday, and if from what I know, a lot of young women, you know, a lot of young ladies, young teenagers, this is their thing. And that actress Jenna Ortega, um, I feel like this is kind of her time. She's really taken off, and um, that's a popular show right now. Yeah, it's a really popular show, mostly with the young the young ladies, from what I'm seeing. Cool.
0: Um, I'll throw one out there. Um, You know, I've recently, this is a movie that came out a little while ago. It was a movie that I completely judged, you know, it was one of those, you know, it was around the time, like, they had, like, a Netflix movie, like, every week that, like, you know, just had, like, that was, like, completely mediocre and had a big star. Um, But there was one that came out called Spiderhead, um, starring Chris Hemsworth. And uh, the wife and I sat down and watched Spider-Head. And again, like you watch the trailers, like yeah, it's just another Netflix movie, whatever. Um, But I was actually pleasantly surprised. I thought this was really interesting. You know, it's kind of, it's... You know, There's a lot of stuff that's kind of hand-wavy. They don't really explain how some of the stuff works. So I'm not sitting here saying it's the best movie, but it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of twists and turns. It kind of goes off the rails at the end, which I didn't love, but um, it's, it's something I watched recently that just kind of blew me away. I, I think you won't be bored if you check out spider and I, I think that's the best thing I can say about a movie, so uh, there, there's my recommendation. <laughs>
2: Oh, I've heard some mixed reviews about Spider-Head. I'm going to have to get that away. Is, is that uh, Miles Teller in that yeah, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Listen, it's heard... not
0: great. I'm mean, just to be honest. <laughs> I got it's, you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not boring. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Um, John, I'll throw it to you. Do you have anything you want to leave people with?
2: Uh, yes. So if I can recommend, well, I'm a big, I love DC, and I love what, I love particularly from DC, is the animated. Um, so if you have HBO Max or if you're able to order it, there's a new Green Lantern movie, and it's a John Stewart origin. Um, and that's the latest, I forget, I forget the title, but it's Green Lantern. Um, some Green, green Lantern, I, I forget the name. but It's a new Green Lantern animated movie, just came out this year. Uh, John Stewart is the lead. It still has Hal Jordan in it. Um, has some of the classic Green Lantern lore. I mean, I, I I love John Stewart. I'm a you know I'm a Black Marine veteran myself, so I'm rooting for John Stewart. Um, but yes, I recommend that. And what I rewatched recently, the entire series was Hunger Games. Oh, um, wow. My the wife and I just we were like, you want to watch it? And yeah, I remember that movie came out. That was the Hunger Games, 2012. That was the last movie I watched before I deployed to Afghanistan when I was in the Marines. Um, and then I read all the books on my deployment in Afghanistan. So I remember the books very vividly. And I watched the movies again. I just We just finished Mockingjay today, Mockingjay Part 2. I, I love those movies. The books are even better. So um, for those who haven't watched The Hunger Games, I recommend it. And if you've already seen it, I recommend watching it again. I think you can enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I I big Hunger Games guy here. Uh, read the books nice. as well. I gotta say, uh, you know, Mockingjay doesn't do it for me. I really like the first two.
2: Um, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I love Catching, Catching Fire. Fire. Yeah,
0: it might be like oh. one of my favorite books ever. It's so
2: oh, I, it's so good. I lo- I mean, because Mockingjay, I don't know, one and two kind of just get kind of muddled together in a way, you know. And um, I don't know, maybe if it was just different, if it wasn't like Mockingjay Part One and Part Two, maybe if they were completely different titles, they'd be more. More timeless. Um Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's those my recommendations.
0: There you go. Um all
1: right. Tom, anything else from you? Nope.
0: Nope, that's it. All right, I will close this out. <laughs> happy on that.
1: Christmas. Merry Christmas. And happy to, holidays, too. And happy holidays.
2: Happy holidays. Yes.
0: All right. Uh, I like to remind you guys to rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify, preferably five stars. Uh, I also like to remind you guys to subscribe because we're going to be here uh, all the time with all kinds of cool stuff. And we got cool stuff coming down the pike. Just trust me on that. We got some real cool, like, uh, just buckle up. Uh, we'll just really buckle up. First. You you will be fed. That's all I will say. You will <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Hive at Star Wars Pod. Um, also ask us for our Discord link because we have a little Discord community going on. We'd love to have you. But that is all we got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time.
1: Bye, bye, bye.